Good morning, my brothers and sisters. On this, our fourth GMG VGBCSC, or the Good Morning Guys Video Game Book Club spoiler cast. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we talk about the classic survival FPS, unless you played it on easy like I did, Bioshock. I am a, one of your two hosts tonight, the Brazilian Rapturneer and Transition Splicer, Lucas Ham Swisher. Our other host is the all-knowing, fact-dropping, ever-watching overseer of GMG land, Mark Ryan. Nice. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) But that's not all who's with us tonight. Not just Mark Ryan. We have two special guests to join us for the SpoilerCast. First, our now three-time guest on the show, the Canadian Big Daddy himself, and the nicest guy I know, Chris The Rock Kerwin. What's up? He's here for a three-peat. That's right. (laughs) And uh, finally, a new friend of ours who is on a quest for nostalgia by day and possibly rescuing little sisters by night, Dylan Tenenbaum. (laughs) 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 I decided to go with a a good character instead of all the bad side characters I could have chosen. We're using our fake "Hmm." names. That's right. We're doing fake names tonight. Uh, (laughs) Dylan, welcome to the show. Welcome to our spoiler cast. Why don't you uh, take a moment to introduce yourself? You can share your real info other than the fake info that I shared. Yeah. And uh, you can also share about your vicarious connection to our podcast through cool. Chris the Rock. Yeah. So I am a variety Twitch streamer and also YouTube content creator. And both of the channels are Quest for Nostalgia. And I found Chris the Rock during his playthrough of Final Fantasy VII Remake. And so you guys have probably seen that spoiler cast. Uh, but I was there for that whole ride, and that was really fun to see. That game took me by storm. And then, so, you know, through the raid over to Chris. And like Lucas, you know, alluded to, he is the nicest guy <laughs> that you'll totally. ever meet. Mm-hmm. It is crazy. So his energy is just so cool. So it's like, whenever I see him, I would just throw the raid over there. I'm like, I know my, you know, community is in great hands when Chris is on. So I'm going to throw it over there. And so, yeah, so I kind of started, you know, hanging out with him. And then that also led to Lucas and everybody here. So I'm excited to, you know, come on and and share these things with you and my thoughts on some of the games. I'm glad it lined up that I had played a game on stream that ended up being perfect for your spoiler cast. No doubt. No doubt. It's, It's great to have you with us. Great, of course, to have Chris back. And, of course, Mark Ryan. He's probably going to drop Mark Boucher for those who don't know him. (laughs) Uh, Probably going to drop a few facts tonight. Uh, But as you guys know, we are talking about Bioshock 1. It was our video game book club of one of those months. I can't remember which one it was. It all kinds of runs together. Um, But tonight, guys, our goal is just to discuss the good, the bad, uh, maybe the ugly. I'm not sure if there is any ugly, but you just never know. Uh, We're just going to talk about all of it. Pretty sure it was July. It was it July? Good. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, yeah. Right on time. <laughs> exactly. We're ne- what is it? What is it that Gandalf says? Was yeah. it, we're never late. We're we arrive when we Pre- plan to. Precisely when we need to be. That's mm-hmm. right. When we need to be. And so now we needed to have it happen here on the first day of September, just month or so more <laughs> <laughs> behind. 
Um, but yeah, let me uh, just drop a few stats and then we'll jump into, we're, we usually start with some spoiler free thoughts, just in case someone just like someone stumbles upon mm-hmm. this spoiler cast and like, oh, Bioshock, what's that game? And then we share some thoughts and they're like, oh, I want to play that. Oh, you just spoiled everything. So we want to kind of lay out some spoiler free thoughts, give a, a nice little review with, uh, you know, maybe a number applied to it. And then we'll jump into some, uh, many of our spoiler filled ideas reflections those kind of things can i say Um, something real quick before we get into a proper yes okay um so real quick um for those watching you may notice that uh, a twitch link went out um (laughs) don't go there stay away don't click it yeah so we are we are definitely in support of those who are um who are taking part in that a day off twitch um initiative um you know there's been a lot of issues with with hate speech and things like all sorts of trolls saying a lot of hateful hateful things um and we are not about that at all and we definitely stand in solidarity uh, for twitch making some major changes with that and the original intention was for us to do the same to not be a part of twitch but unfortunately my Streamlabs, which is the 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 system that uh we use to stream everything and 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 make everything all nice and pretty um is super integrated into Twitch. And so it would have proved very difficult for me to to try to, you know, shut that off and everything. So unfortunately, we are streaming to Twitch tonight. We're streaming to both YouTube and Twitch. Um, I'm hoping the YouTube stream is still up. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so uh, apologies for that, but we definitely stand in support of everybody staying off of Twitch and, and Twitch making those changes. Please listen and do that. For sure. And uh, if you're on Twitch, just hop on over to YouTube. It's just a couple clicks away. Probably easy to find. I don't I don't really know how easy it is to find, though, but I'll just... Yeah, we, we are definitely live on YouTube. Sweet. Good. We're on that YouTube, so check it out. Fantastic. All right, guys. So Bioshock, uh, it was originally released in 2007 on Xbox and PC, and then a year later on PS3, and then seven years later on iOS. Is it really on iOS? That's the word on the street. It even got a review, Hmm. an awful review around uh, 67, I think, 66, something like that. Yikes. Uh, but that's not really Bioshock's fault. I yeah. think it's not meant for mobile. Um, no. It's probably the, the fault of iOS. But uh, So Bioshock proper on Xbox, PC, and PS3, they were headed up by 2K, Irrational Games, and Ken Levine. It has a Metacritic average between Xbox and PC of around a 95. Um, and it is set in the 60s down in the underwater city of Rapture, covered with Art Deco and riddled with pretty much every type of crazy person you can think of. Uh, before we jump into our, our spoiler-free um, review and then our spoiler-filled discussion, uh, what were your guys' first original experiences with them? Did you get to the game in 2007? Uh, did you get to it later? Why did you miss it? So just kind of divulge some of your personal history with it, starting with, uh, let's go with our guest, Dylan. Yeah. Cool. 
Um, I wish I thought to grab them. So I actually have them. I don't know if you can see the game library over here, but I have all the 360 versions on there. So that's what I got nice. to play it on. And uh, yeah, I got to play it from the beginning and instantly fell in love. I mean, it was so different to than anything that I had played before. You know, it's like just such a story driven first person shooter was really, really nice. And goodness, the art style, like you said, in the 60s with the art deco and everything like that, they just breathed so much life into that world. It was just so crazy to see. And like, oh my gosh, let's just say the water effects alone, right? The water effects, yeah. the first time even like the opening of the game and you get into the water and like seeing flames on the water and you're like, what the heck? Like that felt like such a crazy technological jump in quality of games. I just remember seeing that and be like, this is insane. This is what games are now. Like, I just can't believe it. So I had great experiences with it in the beginning. Nice. nice. And so when you played it uh, for more recently, how many times have you played it up to now? Goodness, I guess I've probably played it three times. Um, so this being the third time playing it through there. So I played it originally and I guess that'd be four times because the first time I played it, I know I did, um, you know, you have that choice factor of what you do yep. with the Little Sisters. And I was very into achievement hunting when I was younger. Um, yeah. I got broken up with that eventually when I started getting into multiplayer online stuff. It, you just oh. kind of like let that get pushed aside. But you back have to. then I was so multiplayer. Multiplayer achievements and trophies are not fun. Yeah. All. So yeah, it's probably exactly. better that you chose to do that. Exactly. So, uh, you know, it got kind of got away and, you know, Microsoft started also adding achievement points later on to games. I was like, right. what the heck? I had a thousand and now you're at a thousand out of 1350. I'm like, this is just terrible. What is going on? You know, yep. but so I, I had sure. that then. So I did it twice then. And then I did it once in between because I thought I was going to go through because I, I was really late to infinite. And so I wanted to do infinite. So I was like, oh, maybe I should try them all again. You know, yeah, got through go one. I think I got stuck on two the next time, like just time wise kind of, and then never made it to infinite. And then now this time has been able to go one, two, and three. So yeah, it's nice. been probably four times. Sweet. All right. Chris, the rock. How about you? What was your original experience? Yeah, that's going to be, it's going to be pretty quick. Cause uh, <laughs> back, back in, back in those days, um, I actually, uh wasn't gaming much um i don't know it came out on ps3 right so i got my it PS3. did come out on ps3 in 2008 i got my ps3 in uh i think 2010 because i i was studying real hard on professional exams and it was taking all my time uh so i i i had a little window of maybe three or four years what i where i didn't game much uh so that fell right into that and skipping the first one when, whenever I like to do all of the games in a series. So whenever, when, whenever there's a, a number two that comes out, if I didn't play the first one, I'm not going to jump in it. Right. Plus also I, I usually uh, don't like carnival theme stuff. Okay. <laughs> like I, I really don't want to touch it. I'm, I'm going to talk about it in my mm -hmm. review where you know, the, despite having some carnival stuff, I, I still like the game. So it, it means it means a lot. So it's really yeah. nice. You know, we take a lot of systems for granted. 
in, in like in 2021 you know everything has rpg elements even your cereal box but back then <laughs> a shooter with uh, rpg elements and um you know it had it, it it was a mix and match of of many things that you uh didn't see back then so it's really cool to see people who played it when it came out yeah all right mark boucher how about you my friend so basically i missed it the first time around when it came out in 2007 i i did not play it originally um the first time i actually played it was after i actually played infinite first um and and that's what really grabbed me was i loved the aesthetic and and every all the gameplay and everything about bioshock infinite and of course this uh stream is not about bioshock infinite so I'm not going to go into it too much, but that is what led me to go back and play the original Bioshock. Um, and I I absolutely love all the aesthetic of this game. I love the Art Deco style, all the all the bright neon lights, you know, contrasting with the dark, noirish, um, you know, deep seedy underground that is Rapture. Um uh, I love like the creepy vibe, especially with the big daddies and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, ah, so so good. Um, the story, um, I've really had to kind of retake in the story on on multiple, you know, plays and, and playthroughs and 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 reading up on it and things like that because I didn't always catch catch everything. Like I know Chris, we were talking off air about. Uh, about that you kind of miss some things and we'll talk more about that but um but uh yeah i i love the gameplay um you know very solid fps um and um yeah just the story is is fantastic the voice acting is great um yeah. but love everything everything about this game there nice. are some there are a little bit of drawbacks that we'll talk more about once we get over the spoiler right. wall but but overall, well, since you kind of you kind of gave a spoiler-free review, so yeah. go ahead and give it a number while you're at it. Um, I'm gonna give this one an eight out of ten plasmids. All right, eight out of ten plasmids. Like all right, that's not it's not a bad score. Nope. not a bad score. Not at all. Um, my original encounter of the game was probably it was on PS3, and if memory serves, I got a ps3 really late i got it i think in 2013 um but prior to that i had played uh an xbox and i had um played it actually i take that back ps3 was not the original time i played ps3 was the original time i played through the game uh i had actually tried the game on xbox 360 back in i think 08 or 09 when i got a 360 uh, for the first time i had taken a break from gaming um, for a variety of reasons in life. And then my best friend, uh, Tom got me a 360 for my birthday. And so, um, I think I just tried the demo of Bioshock and I immediately was put off by the creepiness of it. I am not a horror darkness, uh, bring on the creepy, you know, clowns kind of like what Chris was talking about with the carnival stuff, except, just across the board i'm just not a fan uh it, it just doesn't appeal to me uh i get why people like it i understand why people are like "Ooh, the adrenaline all oh, the fear and mm. all that stuff sure. it just doesn't it doesn't entertain me so 
uh, that kind of like put me off. And so I was like, you know what? Mm, I'd rather play, you know, something else. Something uh, well I can't lit. The, yeah, something a little, yeah, more more well lit, less like I don't like, you know, things screaming at me, characters screaming at me like, what are you doing now? Whereas there's a lot of screaming at you in this game. Um, and so I probably played an hour and then I bailed. Um, and then it became free on PS Plus in, I don't even remember, 2014, 2000, maybe not long before the, the PS4 came out. Uh, I was still pl- playing that PS3, catching up on everything I'd missed, like the Uncharted's and everything that was on the PS Plus collection and all that stuff. But um, so I, I played it again and it, it clicked with me. I powered through the first hour that I'd skipped before and started to meet different characters. I discovered that I, not everybody in Rapture was crazy. And so I got a little more interested in the story and played through it all. But uh, yeah, it didn't, it didn't give a good first impression for me, but it, it won me over the second time around. Um, and so with that, I'll just go ahead and roll into my review for the game. Um, pretty much, like I said, the creepy atmosphere, not my cup of tea, but I grew to appreciate it. Um, the, the twists that come in the game were really fun, even though I kind of like caught wind mm. through people discussing about it before some of the twists. But for me, I don't always mind spoilers. It's the journey that matters. And so when I experience it again, I have a, I also have a very nice ability of like being in the moment and just absolutely forgiving, forgetting what's coming. And so mm. I just don't even think about it and I just enjoy it, experience it. And I really enjoyed the twists. Uh, I enjoyed um, kind of just the the idea that I could be a good guy. You know, I love when games give me a choice. I will be honest and say, I've I've never picked the like to be the bad guy in a game and liked it. I've only done it for trophies and achievements. And so for me, it's like I'm going to go the nice guy route. Anytime there's an option, anytime there's a blue option, then a red option below it, I'm like, I got to do the blue option because you know Jesus is watching. So okay, that's not really what I think. <laughs> I'm the same way though. Like I don't want to interrupt you, but like I mean, no, there's no, go a ahead. meter that says good or bad. Yeah, I'm like there, and I hate when games like Red Dead Redemption Two like yeah. puts you into a mission where you have to be bad, and you see your mm. thing go down there, and you're like, yeah, come on, it's... like I'm I'm the good version. Like you should let exactly. me be good all the time. Exactly. I always choose the good, but I do enjoy the bad as well, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I. <laughs> Like okay. an infamous, mm, you need to do both every time. So it's a video game. You know, it's not doing it for real today. It's not doing harm oh, to man. anybody. And but I like, I, 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 I will always, if I do it once, I'll always do the good playthrough. But doing the bad playthrough, an infamous, an infamous, and and lighting everything on fire and mm-hmm. causing <laughs> chaos is burning fun up too. innocent civilians. Man, that nothing makes <laughs> yeah. you feel so good yeah. and warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah. Like I've burning never them slept up. Slept so well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we're a bunch of goody for mo- the most part, other than I guess uh, his occasional Chris's occasional little twinges of evil. <laughs> right. uh-huh. um, yeah. Other than that, we're mostly goody two shoes here. Because yeah, I I basically anytime there's an option to do good or bad, I'm always doing the good. Like I I'm I really don't have a whole lot of interest in doing the bad. Um, and and. Yeah. In in the case of this game, we'll talk more about why I made that decision, especially. Right. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I'm I'm always going with the good side. Yeah. But outside of the creepiness, the horror aspect, getting to be good helped to kind of offset 
the crazies all around me. Um, I would say that some of the the gameplay mechanics for me, just because I played it, what, f- like really, really played it five years after the fact. Yeah. Um, the some of the some of the gun gunplay with the plasmids didn't feel as mm. good as it could, and so that kind of felt clunky to me at times. Um, but overall, I really enjoyed the the gun variety, the plasmid variety. Uh, getting to experiment with that, the physics in the game, um, I, I I really enjoyed it, and so I give it actually an eight and a half out of ten. Nice on my, uh, I guess an eight and a half. Uh, oh shoot, what's what are those? What are the? I'm I'm blanking on the, Adam, the little plasmids. no the. What's the one with the clown on it? The little where you Bending buy machine? stuff. Yeah, but they're called something. Oh dang it. But you would I, ask me I that. totally blanked. It's the Circus of Values. Circus of Values, <laughs> yeah. So I give it eight and a half out of ten Circus of Values. That's, yeah. yeah, that's you what I thought. You can just hear the voice when you, you like can just hear the voice. You're giving, you're giving me PTSD <laughs> hearing <laughs> that. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There's yeah. my take on it. That's exactly the carnival stuff I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Chris, The Rock, give us your spoiler-free review. All right, sure. So, so, uh, yeah, like it's, it's got, you know, especially when you try to imagine, I know, I know it's a remaster, but still, you know, you can't, if, if, if it was a bad game, you can't completely, uh, make it perfect after. So I'm really impressed, you know, at at the, the mechanic that the, how it looks and feels for a 2007 game. Mm-hmm. uh for for me it was it was really fluid and and flawless and fun um uh i at at first because i started it on normal and at first i i found that the 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 mix of powers and and then uh i i think it starts with you know you, you shock and then you hit with a a wrench or something and that's really fun and mm-hmm. and then with a gun and mixing the two was really fun uh, but then I was struggling a bit and I, I knew I wanted to play all three. Uh, and, you know, we had scheduled time for just one of them. So I, I decided to switch it to easy. And, uh, and that, that made it fun to experience everything in, in one go and basically plowing through those games but i i did find that on easy mode then your powers are kind of useless so i i kind of shot myself in the foot uh because of that i i think Mm. if you play it on normal especially the game comes out you pay 60 bucks for it you're gonna play it on normal and replay it and everything i was just trying to experience it the quick way so uh it, it was not as fun as if i'd played it how it was meant to be played. Uh, I never used the powers. I was just shooting, shooting, shooting Mm. because it was uneasy. So that's my own fault. Um, The story is really, really interesting. Um, You know, it's it's got like amazing twists. And then I would have wanted a bit more explanation as to what happened because to me, you go in there, everybody's crazy, and some people are not crazy, but they don't seem to mind that 99% of the people are crazy. So <laughs> I was like, who's, 
what what's happening can somebody tell me like it's it's as if the normal people find it normal that it's been that way nobody wants to tell you yeah it was it was a really good idea but we screwed up and now it's like that because this and this and this i think you can find bits and pieces in audio logs yes yeah but uh, that's what i was gonna say so you had addressed the fact that you kind of played it the fast way. And I feel like there's a lot of world to be created through the audio logs, just like something like, you know, yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn, where you it go does listen you to, to it. Explore. I Which did, I didn't mention that, I, but I, I did like the audio logs. I think that's the I, best I did way them to do too. collectibles. I, I did listen to everything I could find. Um, but to me, to me, it was not enough, or maybe I don't pay enough attention uh, at 4 a.m. <laughs> but uh, you're still waking up yeah but uh other than that like the story was amazing and i find the choice that they made of a silent first person protagonist really interesting you're experiencing everything and when things are unveiled or when you live something it's it's feels more like it's you than if they had a third person or if uh even if he was talking like in uh, infinite, when when it's infinite, you hear the voice. You, it's right. it's not you. But when you just see two hands and you don't know what you look like, it, it's it's really you doing this and you experimenting everything. So right. I, I kind of like that. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, overall great game. Um, like my 2021 review is eight saved little sisters out of 10. Nice. Uh, but I'm Good sure job. if, if I, if, if I played it in 2007, it, it would have been a 10. No, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's awful. That gives me PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do I mean, that ever again, it, Marcus. You, yeah, you, you did. It. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Dylan. Yeah, so um, I did a video on this in on my channel as well. That is like complete spoiler free. I, I try to keep my content uh, very very fast paced um, when when things like that's short, quick reviews, cut and dry. And I did get to play it right off the bat, right? So mine is coming from a way different perspective. Uh, I love the game. Ten out of ten. In the beginning, I'll give you the rating. I Just mean, give us the rating. It's Lay like it you know, right off the bat, I gotta give you it to ten out of ten. My the title of that video is the best first person shooter of all time, and that's yeah. because I I loved it. I mean, like I said, the first time I hit the water and I saw the aesthetic of it. The aesthetic and the music, uh, that can carry me in so many games. So if I just like looking at it and listening to the sounds and the music coming through. Oh, gosh, I can really get swept away in a game. And that one, like I said, with the audio logs, it made me slow down, like even now. So, you know, he he talked, Chris talked about going faster and being a streamer and having a huge backlog of games. You know, I've just come over to the PlayStation 4 this year. And so I have a huge backlog that I've been crushing out, just learning JRPGs, huge backlog that's infinitely, you know, just skyrocketed. And so I play games pretty quickly now, too. Bioshock instantly slowed me down. Like usually I'm just like, I go easy mode right <laughs> off the bat nowadays. And I'm just going in through these things. I'm not even thinking about, you know, platinum hunting unless it sweeps me off my feet and Bioshock halted me in my tracks. And I'm like creep walking through everything. And I'm like, what in the world is this? You know? And it was funny when you talked about putting on easy as well. I found that allowed me to really get creative with the gameplay because I had no fear of ammo shortages or right. are my yeah. plasmids going to be like 
three blasts and then I'm done. You know, if you yeah. play on a harder difficulty, your plasmid is a, a resource that you are really like uh trying to hold on to it, you know, because yeah. you don't know if you want to waste it. Is am I gonna turn a corner and there's a big daddy that I wish I had a full, you know, juice in there? Um, but playing it on easy allowed me to try everything, you know, shocking things way more than I ever would playing almost a melee only run, you know, doing things like that, choosing the abilities that were going to boost me up and do this really fun melee go through, you know, I think I still ammo hoarded a lot. I think I do that more than anything, just from being terrorized by, you know, resident evil as a child, you know, it's just an instinct (laughs) now. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think I had less ever less than probably five health packs and five um never um was it adam yeah. is it adam no it's plasma yeah. Pla- well the a- uh, adam is your eve. adam's the eve. blue stuff eve. yeah eve, eve. That's there we go eve. Yes. yeah eve. Uh, yeah i don't think i had ever had less than five of either of those i think i would always have up to nine i think in, uh, i think you can get more than that um yeah, uh-huh. and you can get perks yeah, that make it cost less and things yeah. like that yeah. as well. So, yep. like, there's a lot of ways, like you were saying, there's RPG factors in there that are really cool that the replayability on it is insane, you yeah. know, let alone story choices. But, um, like, in my thing, I showed how many different types of weapons there were. You know, I just played through the Uncharted as well, and none of those weapons stand out to me through that playthrough. It doesn't feel different when you use an SMG or an assault rifle or things like that. It didn't really feel any different. It felt like the same cover shooting through the whole game. But in this, all of the games feel different. And then you have three ammo types for, like, every right. type of weapon. Yeah. yeah. Just yep. like, oh, my goodness. The amount of variety in the way that you decide to play Bioshock blew my mind. And then you see this over here. This is the PlayStation VR. This is why I'm dying. When you said that there's a Bioshock for the iOS and we don't have Bioshock for the PlayStation VR. (laughs) Yeah, travesty. Literally, it's like we have Skyrim in VR. We have Resident Evil 7 in VR. These full-blown titles that are amazing in VR. Bioshock lends itself so well to have Mm -hmm. jump scares, plasmins. Like, imagine being able to bees out of your hand, lightning out of your hand with the move controllers. It's like, what are you guys doing? Don't port it to the Switch. Who cares about that? Please bring it to the PlayStation (laughs) VR. I love it. 10 out of 10. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. Love it. Yeah, very good. Well, you'll have plenty other, you know, you from here on, we're going into spoilers. So you'll be able to go even deeper uh, into it. Uh, just yeah. gonna throw in real quick. I was also a hoarder. Every time I got to the Circus of Values or the, what's the? There's also the the, the text guy, one, yeah. the ammo guy. The, hey, ammo, yeah. it. I can't remember the words he says, but <laughs> I would, I would spend all my money every time I saw those and mm-hmm. make sure I stock up on everything. Yeah. Um. But all right, those, let's get those into little puzzles. Though I, I did enjoy them. Oh the hacking, yeah, and the, oh, like the hacking one. stuff. The yeah. hacking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was yeah, pretty for cool. Sure. Yep. Um, all right, let's get into spoilers. Um, uh, imme- immediately getting into, we're going to be getting into the twists, the turns, the experiences. Um, you know, we're not going to go beat by beat of the whole story. We're kind of going to focus in chunks. There's really three main chunks. First, there's you know your arrival as Jack. You arrive randomly. You think uh, in a plane crash, see a lighthouse. You go in that lighthouse and you go down a bathysphere, you ride a bathysphere down to the bottom into Rapture and you get to see the whole city. And like you said, uh, Dylan, that opening is really majestic, like seeing the water, the music, the explanation of what Rapture is. Uh, the audio in this game is is amazing. The music, 
uh, it kind of, it very much reminds me of fallout a little bit, kind of that sixties, uh, big band kind of sound to it. I really, I really enjoy that and really connect with it. But, uh, the first main section of the game is all about trying to reach and save Atlas and his family. And, uh, through all of this, you discover that there's this guy, Andrew Ryan, who's a big jerk. Uh, the place he created is a big mess. Uh, but you have lots of guns and plasmids to choose from. Uh, I also used both, just like you, Dylan. But what were your guys' favorite uh, plasmids and guns to use in the first, you know, you could say the whole game or just the beginning so, of the game, whatever works. Top three. Top three I used. Uh, incinerator, first off. That's my top. Yep. Burn them up. Toast yeah, them. Very like much a pyromaniac in that respect. Uh, the second one is the, I forget what the shock one, the electricity one. Yeah. Shock uh, jockey. Yeah, and uh, the third one is the the telekinesis one. Hmm. Like any any time, those are like super offensive offensive plasmids mm-hmm. to me. Um, yeah. That I would that I would constantly use, um, and and myself even on easy mode, I used both. I used both. Yeah, I did too. Weapons and plasmids, especially when I was coming up against big. <laughs> I <daddies>. missed out. <laughs> you missed out on the plasmids, man. Yeah. I feel um, like they they offered some interruption, like you know, yeah. you you shock people and you get a little chance to either run up on them and smack them in the face with a wrench, or you know, fill them full of one of yeah. your three different ammunition yeah. types on your on your I, weapon. I feel like all the enemies are bullet sponges. I feel yeah. like even on easy mode, I feel mm-hmm. like it takes a lot more, like especially like the big daddies. Um, oh my gosh! I mean, there may have been some way to like i know there's probably perks and stuff like that to yeah you can power up your control them and stuff like that but yeah um, i used i used that one a good bit the controlling one until i didn't need them and then took them out to to defeat them like it it takes a lot um like um you know i was going back and forth between my incinerator and anytime i could find like you know the the grenade launcher rounds and things like that or the um um not the it's it's a like a flamethrower i'm trying like a chemical that particular weapon yeah uh the one that had like the 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 cold gun cold hot and i'm blanking on the third one but yeah Yeah. but um yeah anytime i was having to take the the big daddies down i was having to like use a variety of those to try to get them get them down um but yeah those are my those are my top three plasmids don't 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 play two if you find they were sponges in one, that's my main complaint in two, especially on easy. It, I, I didn't feel like it was spongy in one, but in Bioshock 2, definitely. I, you, that's they, what, they take half your clip. That's what turned it, me it off. Insane. I never finished two. Um, I actually I started playing it, never finished it. I think I just played mm. different than you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I was so, I was, I, I don't know what it was about two. Maybe it was that and, and like some other things that it just, within like the first like 20 minutes of two, it, it didn't grab me as much mm-hmm. as one yeah. or, or infinite did. So I, mm. I stopped playing. So. Yep. I just yeah. use the shock. Yeah. And, and for okay. the big daddies too, uh, like I, I, I mean, because the, the shock will, will, Immobilized. Uh, yeah, like they, yeah. 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 So, so I, I use that when I needed, uh, I think it's almost only on the big daddies. It was super mm-hmm. helpful. You kind of need, or else uh, it'd be really long and uh, a waste of ammo on big yeah. daddies, but just a shock for me. 
Yeah. And so then what about, do you have a gun? Sorry. Oh, don't yeah, just want to, do you have a gun, Chris, that you like? Was there like a, a, <laughs> I know the French were like, our, it's it, like our bullet. It's, it's like a bow, but a bow gun. How's it called? Uh, oh, what's the, the trip bow? What was that? that? Yeah. Trip bow. I think I actually didn't find that in my second playthrough. Hmm. I totally it's, missed it. I remember getting in my first playthrough, but I, I may be trip mixing bow? the games up. Uh, is there is, but it, it's got another name yeah. than trip bow. It's yeah. It's, I don't remember. You have that is. in most games. And you, you have it. You have one in Days Gone, and it's it uses bolts, and you can pick those back up, and they're super powerful. Especially yeah, I think that's two. That's, but oh my bad. I, oh, it's, 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 it's so blending in my head too that I yeah, don't yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. Because <laughs> was... if you do a headshot with that, it's extremely strong and you can pick them back up. So crossbow. that's a crossbow. Yeah, a crossbow. The word there is a crossbow yeah. in there. Yeah, I was gotcha. looking for, but that's yeah, in there was. two. So then that's, I, I, it's I don't... one also. There's a crossbow in one? There is. I thought so. Yeah. Okay. okay, so yeah. that's my favorite cool. gun. There you go. All right, Dylan. How about yeah, you? Plasmids so for me, and favorite plasmids um, like weapon. I said, uh, I did this run mainly as like a melee build. So like my focus when I bought Eve and things like that too, um, or Adam rather, when I was at the the machines, I would do things like, you know, making sure my melee was really strong and things like that. And yeah. so I spent a lot more as opposed to getting bees and, you know, all the other crazy, you know, plasmids or even getting extra plasmid slots. You know, that's a thing that you buy. I didn't worry about having a whole wheel of plasmids available to me at all the time. Um, I use shock a lot. That one was really good. Uh, I use telekinesis and freeze because I would freeze and then melee with a wrench or something. And it was just like brutal when you had like extra melee damage plus them in capacity with the ice. It was really, really strong. Um, one thing that I noticed in this game too, that I didn't realize when I was younger was that it was a Metroidvania, you know, like yep. I had never thought of Bioshock as a Metroidvania. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as the first time you go get the lightning to zap the door, then you go get Open the, the fire to melt the ice. I'm like, Oh, this is literally Metroid. You know, you, you hit a doorway and you're like, Oh crap. And then you find another doorway around to get the power up to go back. I was like, Oh, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. You know? So I do think my thing was more of a melee build here, except for I used the round drum uh, machine gun a yeah, lot. Baby. And that has, I believe, it might have been the anti-personal rounds or the ones that yeah. just melted the big daddy. So I would Speak literally my language. lightning and melt them with the, the round drum and felt like I was really doing well i didn't feel it was spongy um and i was thinking the same thing with you know too that trip mine thing i think i set up the room you know when you're guarding you know whatever and the same kind of combination in that game and i felt like beaver was you know if anybody doesn't know i have a buddy beaver that's on my stream that likes to roast me and give me a hard time over there and he's like of course you're melting everything it's easy you know whatever and i was like mm -hmm. so i didn't have that sponginess to it <laughs> but it might have just been a, a good combination oh and this is one that nobody really talked about um, is I used bots all the time. Yes. So I had two fine bots with me all the yep. time. So it was like, no matter what, I was always zapping the machine gun turrets around there and doing the hack puzzle and, and always having at least two robots on me. You know, if I would let the thing, if I'd lost one, I'd let it trigger, grab some more and then, you know, kind of protect them so they didn't have damage and then go into the next area. So that was a big oh. thing for me was nice. usage of, of the robots. I used the bots well, a couple of times, but 
I guess that that just wasn't to me. I uh, wasn't something I was interested in. <laughs> well, Dylan, you're whistling. You, yeah. Woo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> well, my favorites are everything Dylan said. Pretty much, uh, he took all my answers, so I have nothing to say <laughs> about that. No, it's all good. It's hilarious because that's exactly right. The the machine gun is where it's at. That's yeah. what the anti personnel. Uh, I just rocked it. I I powered that thing up first in those uh, in mm-hmm. those little you know weapon upgrade areas and then uh yeah hacking i hacked every camera every turret i i often had little flying turrets with me and i mean they do most of the legwork you don't have to really worry about it uh and it does i didn't think the one had very spongy at least on easy Mm -hmm. um i can't remember if i ever played it on normal just because usually with scary games i have to do it on easy because there's like an extra like just scared factor that just messes with me and normal becomes hard so i'm just like i'm just gonna do this on easy because i can and that and also spoilers for the end but i found out that you can cheese the difficulty uh finishing the game on the hardest playthrough by changing the difficulty right right when you beat the boss and it gives you it gives you the trophy for it so i did did that during this playthrough so now i just need to go back and get the rest of the audio logs and i think finish getting all the sisters i I must not have been using the right combinations because i played it on easy yeah i I I played it on easy this this playthrough i don't remember what i played through on my initial uh Mm -hmm. run through the game but yeah on this i played on easy and yeah, it, it just felt more than usual. I'm like, man, I yeah. feel like I'm really pumping this guy. Like with It was with the extra fire. robots is why we had it easy. We had the extra <laughs> robots. It just that little bit of extra, you know, yeah. little damage will, it mm-hmm. just it just works. They're always working for it. They have way better aim than we do. <laughs> so or at least they have better aim than I do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so throughout the game, you, you know, you guys were talking about the the weapons, of course, but that's not what it's all about. It's about the story. So mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're kind of tasked with uh, saving Atlas and his family, this guy, Atlas, who's got a very thick, I want to say like an Irish accent. Yeah, it's is Irish. like calling for you to come and help him. And so you're, you're making your way through. Uh, and then it, you get to the point where uh, you try to rescue him and ryan makes all this andrew ryan the founder of the city makes all this stuff happen that pretty much uh seemingly kills his family Mm -hmm. and then atlas says well you need to we need to take care of ryan and take over rapture was i was i the only one i I probably was but like when i see pictures of andrew ryan Mm -hmm. he he gives off this vibe of evil walt disney Oh yeah, yes, oh, totally. yes, one hundred percent. Totally looks like no, evil Walt easy. Disney. That is a very easy comparison, especially yeah. when he's created this this land of yeah. rapture. Um, yeah, you know, is yeah. He's he's like Walt Disney that's full of himself. Yeah, and oh, like yeah. like you know like he's got so many great quotes in this game. Like, is a man not entitled to the sweat yeah. of his brow? You know, yeah. this the, his whole diatribes that he does throughout the game that you listen to um doesn't let you forget it (laughs) no he doesn't he says it over and over and he's like you know another quote that he says is we all make choices but in the end our choices make us that's one of his other quotes that i like but uh yeah so he becomes the focus after uh atlas's family is supposedly killed and um you know you're you're making your way to then uh confront ryan and uh, what did you guys like 
I, I again, I was a little spoiled on what was going on. Uh, I knew there was more going on, but I didn't understand everything. What What were you guys thinking when you got to like Ryan's office and mm-hmm. about to confront him? Where was your head at? Do you Do you remember? Do you know? And anybody just speak up. I'm, I'm about to because this is where a big twist. This is where the first twist happens, if I'm correct, right? It's the it's the big one. Yeah. It's the, it's the big one. Yeah. It's the yeah. twist. Are, are yeah. there are there more? There there's I guess one more after. Yeah. I mean, in terms of twists. For me, it's like you have that twist, but they still did a good job of like you not feeling like you you weren't torn whether or not you should should injure Ryan, you know, or get rid right. of Ryan. Yeah. You know, so that was a thing that they did well, I think, uh, because I'm trying to think of another game where they did a twist and you know you then kind of did feel guilty you're like uh well now i actually don't feel like it and now i kind of have to continue this you still hated him so it was like right all right whatever you know it's like you know granted i understand there's bigger fish to fry but you know i'm still gonna do this because we're better off without him yeah so i think was that was te- my was, my thought the whole time he's a terrible leader yeah <laughs> yeah why why do you think he he makes you kill him, though. I didn't get that part. Well, that's because you're his son. That's one of the spoilers, or the one of yeah. the, uh, but, the big but twists. Like, is you're, still... you're his kid. He's not going to kill you. You're his. I mean, it was that his... whole long no, you game could aspect, right? Coexist. Yeah, but he knows that you're. And then the other twist is that he knows you're mind controlled, and you would you kindly. He's. You've already been. I don't. I think. I think it's actually. You know what? Now that you mention it, I think it's. It's all wrapped up in his what he says when he's letting you beat him yeah. to death. He says, "A man chooses, a slave obeys," and I think there's a part of him that thinks you're going to. You. You're yeah, like like his. I don't know, like you're his father, so he he. It's gonna. You think he'll stop? Yeah, you'll yeah. stop. I, don't I know, maybe. I think he knows that you're going to kill him. Like he knows he's gonna die, so. He just want to get one jab in, one one slide. Well, comment. he wants he wants <laughs> to go out know. on his own terms, basically. Yeah. Um. He yeah. knew he was gonna die, but Cause... he knows he knows the mind control and what's going on. He's like he knows Frank Fontaine. Spoilers. Um, yeah. yeah. We already who's who Frank... was Atlas. Yeah. He. But like the the because his his dream or his utopia is hopeless now, so he doesn't. It's crumbled. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, it's it's all destroyed, especially after you know it talks about the, the the civil war that went on, and all of that. Like basically, how Rapture has fallen to crap, basically. Yeah. Um, and and so you know, at this point, he knows his 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 days are few, um, and he wants to go out his own way. So. Yeah, I could see that, maybe. And it's, I mean, it's pretty brutal. It's, it is. Uh, oh, yeah. It's very I would visceral. Say it's, it's very visceral. Uh, and it's with a, a golf club to mm-hmm. the face. Shout outs to The Last of Us 2. Yeah. No spoilers. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> too soon? I haven't played it yet. Oh, oh yeah. But that was actually a game that I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you yeah, golf so. All throughout Last of Us 2. You golf. It's, yeah. a, it's actually a Tiger Woods spinoff. So. Yeah. PGA Tour, uh, Last of Us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you, you kill your dad and, you know, 
he's a jerk. So like Dylan said, it's like, well, I, I kind of yeah. feel bad, but I don't. <laughs> and yeah. then from there, you realize you're you're being duped and you're being controlled by Atlas, mm-hmm. who was Andrew Ryan's arch enemy, who was posing as Atlas, but actually has a Brooklyn accent, I believe. He goes from Irish to mm-hmm. Brooklyn. Kudos mm-hmm. to the, the voice actor. Like, <laughs> yeah, it sounds oh, like two to different people. Ryan. He's got to die. Yeah. And does Frank Fontaine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he goes from a little nice Irishman to a gangster. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn mm-hmm. Gangs of New York kind of guy. I, I'm not one to pick up on things. And I think it's it's just not necessarily... Uh, you don't have any clues. That's where it's going. But I personally did not trust Atlas when I started the game. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, I, I thought something was up. And it's... I don't know if if they they sprinkle clues, but it's it just felt mm-hmm. like he's manipulating you. Yeah. 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 I can, I can it, definitely see that too. I guess I definitely think they do a good job of like the twist not really being revealed of like how you know how it could have possibly been the twist, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do think you are still like, uh, why I don't know this guy from you know anybody else. Why, you know, how are we so tied together? How am I gonna? follow so closely to what he's saying every step of the way yeah you actually dylan you just missed a good pun that's bioshock related also you didn't know him from adam, adam. yeah i was yeah. i was gonna say it, but i was like is that the right you know thing I was like, or am i now thinking of adam too much because of this <laughs> so i bioshock dropped it right before it because I was nope, like, you should have gone with it just yeah. stuck with it yeah, so, you know, you have the big twists and it, that's pretty much, I, I feel like in some ways that's like, in terms of the story twist, that's the climax. Like you find out you, the guy you're going to kill is your dad. You can't really stop yourself because you're mind controlled. Mm-hmm. And the guy that you've been trying to help is actually using you so he can control, so he can take yeah. over Rapture, which at this point, like you've already alluded to, Chris, does anybody really want to be yeah. the leader of this sunken city that is just full of crazy people right. for whatever reason i don't really know but uh, he probably has different aspirations for it maybe try maybe. to make it try to make it better and, and all that kind of yeah. stuff or better in his eyes yeah and so then from there you have to work to break the mind control which was uh pretty fun getting uh you have to get like some kind of spray or i can't i'm trying to remember now it's it's getting fuzzy already but you have to uh you have to get some kind of potion or spray or some kind of thing to like it takes like three times you have to drink it i think Mm -hmm. and then it it slowly breaks the mind control and from there you have to uh you have to become a big daddy and get Mm -hmm. all the the parts the helmet the boots uh that was pretty cool until you put the helmet on and you got like this tunnel vision you can only see (laughs) like a radius of like Um, i think i liked it in that because in two you know, it starts out in that view as well. And yeah, but it's wider. I, but you, but it's you can choose more... to turn it off in the settings. Oh, can you? So, Ooh, yeah. Okay. So you can choose oh, to turn it totally off. Totally missed so, that. Yeah. I that, that's I what liked so that. I was, you know how we said a lot of this is blurring, um, but I couldn't remember if it was possible in this one too to turn off that tunnel vision. But I don't think I did it in one, but I'm pretty sure in two I definitely did. Yeah. Hmm. So I, you played the whole thing. <laughs> played the whole thing. I, I, I didn't I, even realize there was like, that much going on around like it it probably doesn't block that much yeah i mean in one it did in one it blocked a lot two it blocked less Mm -hmm. uh it wasn't as it wasn't as tunneled 
Yeah, but, I definitely uh, didn't touch that. It's yeah, always <laughs> the default. Yeah, I don't think I messed with it either. I think I left it. Yeah. So you have to become a big daddy, which I will say both in one when you become a big daddy and then in two mm -hmm. looking, you know, just touching ahead real quick when you are a big daddy, like the every time I would fight like enemies and they would make me make the big daddy sound, I would think there was a big daddy attack. <laughs> like I'd be like, oh, where's the big daddy? And I was like, oh, wait, that's just me talking yeah. like, yeah. like, you know, making so, that sound. Wow, Do you have a drill in one? In, uh, no, just in two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're running together right now. Wow, yeah, yeah, two is so hard. Two is the one with the drill. While we're on the topic of of thinking, there's a big daddy near you. I I don't know if you guys experienced this with the OG Bioshock and then the remaster and things like that. The only gripe that I had, I think, with the um the the audio of the enemies is like. There was really, it, at least it didn't feel like to me that there was much proximity um, in terms of like, you hear yes. this enemy like talking and it's, oh, like, yes. it seems like it's talking, he's talking right next to you and you turn, yeah. you turn around and like, where is this guy? And he's mm -hmm. like halfway down the hall. Yes, 100%. <laughs> um, I can see that you have a PlayStation 5 there. I know yep. Chris has a PlayStation 5. I don't know what you're I playing on. I have a 4. I played you have a four. Um, yeah. I played this on the collection on the Xbox One X, and it ran like crap for me. Yeah. Uh, these oh, remasters, really? it they like chugged in random spots, and it was like very choppy. So like, um, I you know it's not getting off of, of one, but when say I got to Infinite, I even stopped like partially through the DLC of Infinite because I just got so tired of it. And I'd literally be on stream like. Yeah. I promise the stream isn't dipping like there's no frame drops. It's the game. Yeah. And mm. I felt like I had that issue. But then also yeah. sound felt like there was no proximity or, you know, this kind of 3D sound. It was just like all over the place. I had no idea where it was coming from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I saw one of those streams and it felt it felt more painful to play than to watch because when when you watch you do see some stuttering mm -hmm. but when you're controlling it without lag it must have yeah. been pretty annoying oh yeah because you did come in the dlc of, of mm -hmm. infinite yeah i do remember that yeah, yeah mm -hmm. i um i actually played it uh, I've, I've got the ps5 here but i actually played on a series s um, okay yeah so uh, but uh still i was dealing with those those audio issues like it was like this is really creeping me out, but also really frustrating because, like, mm -hmm. you're hearing like the the splicers do these their random nonsensical crazy talk, mm -hmm. and you're like, "Where is this guy? Where?" Mm -hmm. and, and you're like searching and searching. Oh, he's like in a completely different room, like uh, a hall and a half down. Um, yeah, so. they have no soundproof rooms in Rapture. Like nope. everything, the <laughs> yeah. sound travels through every wall, every place. Yep. Another Maybe it's because it's underwater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another thing that, like, I don't, it's, it's too late now, but if you didn't know that, like, it would suck if you started an audio log and then you caught another, like, voice yep. thing and it, it ruined your audio log, but it would still be loaded up as your last one. So you could go back and hit up on it or whatever it was. Right. I didn't know that for, like, the first half that it was still there to be done. I thought, like, well, you know, I triggered it to press play, you know, hell day or whatever. And then all of a sudden I caught a random other subtitle thing in there and it ruined the whole audio log. I'm like, dang it. You know, and I have no idea what it says now. 
and then yeah. halfway through realized I could reload the thing up like it was just whatever the last one was. Mm. One thing I will yeah, say that was oh sorry go ahead no go ahead uh, one thing I will say that was pretty cool about the the remastered version I'm assuming you you guys all played the remaster mm-hmm. um, yeah so um, is they added those like um, little like featurette yeah the movies the, the director yeah. cut the director's mm-hmm. cut yeah. things those are pretty cool and it the one thing that blew me away is like oh that's Jeff Keeley. Jeff Keeley is interviewing. Them. Yeah, he <laughs> like, hosts it. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. But I didn't watch all of them, but where the, there were a couple of those that I, I kind of uh, caught caught on to and watched for a little bit. That I thought was I thought that was pretty yeah. cool. So. Yeah, I watched the first one, but then I found it to be very jarring to be in Rapture and doing yeah, that. And then, and then it's like, okay, let's take it. Yep. In this little documentary, we're going to talk about. I'm like, wait, what? I'm, yeah, I'm on a mission here. Yep. Thank and you very I much. I don't care. No. Yeah, yeah, I didn't try, but I, especially on stream, it's it. It was like an audio commentary while you were playing. No, it no, took you it into was... a like a living room there where they're being interviewed. You know, like yeah. into a movie clip. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but they weren't as obvious as like like a, the audio files were easy to kind of grab, pick up, and listen mm-hmm. to. The other ones, like you really, they were. There's only like five of them or six, I think. Yeah. And you you had to like see them somewhere and like choose them. I don't know. They weren't as easy to. I only found like one or two, and then the the second or third one, I was like, I don't, I don't really need to watch this. But yeah, but yeah. So uh, in the last part of the plot, we deal with Fontaine. We break the mind control. We exact our revenge. What did you guys think? Uh, there's two like major things that happen, and and definitely the second one is more impactful because you choose. It's based off of what you did the rest mm-hmm. of the game. But first, in dealing with Fontaine, what did you guys think of the boss fight uh, where he's pretty much Mr. Manhattan? Yeah. Uh, just. <laughs> it's true. That's an evil Mr. Manhattan, just like, mm-hmm. I'm a big, mean, stupid, naked blue man. going to kill yeah, you. It's from Watchmen, if anybody doesn't know who <laughs> yeah. that yeah. is. He, uh, he, he 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 does look like that, but it, I think it's a good time to to bring something that that uh, Splig or Dopalicious told me tonight on Twitter that I hadn't connected. But I, if any of you had read the book Atlas Shrugged, ah uh, uh, yes, <clears throat> it's a huge. I, I didn't connect the two. Um, it's been a, a while since I read that book or audio book, uh, but. Uh, it's it's a huge inspiration for the whole game. So when when it you is. sit and think about it, um, you know Atlas, the character, uh, the the writer is Ayn Rand. So Andrew Ryan yep. is very similar, and and the Fontaine boss looks like the cover of Atlas Shrugged. It's really yep. this the same dude huh. holding uh, ho- holding holding the, the globe. Yeah, yeah, the representation of Atlas, the yeah. the Titan. Yep, and and it's the That's the true. whole thing, the you know the the a, a, about trying to, uh, or, or 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 wanting to. I'm not I'm not going to spoil the book, but you know, wanting a elite society that you you build on the side, so you don't have to deal with the normal society and and have only elites and no laws, and you can do whatever you want. So uh, is 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 very very similar themes between the on, two on top of that i know where it's kind of getting off of the you know boss battle here but and we'll go back to it but it 
did any of you guys, I think it might've even been in those video di diaries that we were talking about, talking about System Shock, the yep. precursor to yep. Bioshock. Have even, either of you, any of you played those or have not even know what it, that entails? I've, or... I've definitely heard of it. Yeah, I know that there's, so I, I wonder what it would be like, what what kind of things pass through both games? Like what, what did they take right. from that? It would be interesting to see that too. Cause mm -hmm. I also am, I have no idea. I just know that there is a precursor game too to the Bioshock. Yep. Yeah. Are they by the same studio or not at all? I can't remember if this is like a love letter to System Shock, if it's like only a, you know, they say System Shock is a precursor juts out of, you know, yeah, how close they are. Yeah, it's a spiritual successor and stuff like that. Yep, exactly. I don't know if it's like that or if there is direct ties to the company and the storyline mm -hmm. and writers and things like that. So it would have been interesting if any of us knew that. But, but back to the, the looking at it right boss now. fight, um, <laughs> I melted him. And this was Agreed. probably one. Of, this was one of the first times where, like, I really did feel like, oh man, did I? Would I have gotten more enjoyment out of there? Because I get heckled all the time because I do a lot of games quickly, and um, I get heckled a lot when I play things on easy and stuff like that. And right. you know, they're like, "But you don't get any rewarding." I'm like, you know, there's not a lot of things where I do really feel rewarded. I, I've done the dark Souls series and bloodborne and sekiro i, I platinum bloodborne and so i've done all that where you don't get to choose the difficulty you know so i play yeah. games that are hard you know and that that's when i do it you know but then i want to enjoy some things and just get through it quickly or enjoy the story yeah. um and you know there's a lot of people that will be like well you know you're not getting the experience or whatever but then that boss fight i was like that was pretty anticlimactic when I'm like, <laughs> you know, just melting him again with yeah. that, that round drum, super yep. powerful. And I just melted him and I was like, okay, hopefully the hecklers aren't in here right now. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be eat me alive. Yeah. Um, so uh, just to answer the question. So, so Bioshock is indeed a spiritual successor to uh, uh, Bioshock. Yeah. Is a spiritual successor to system shock and many of the uh, developers from System Shock, including Ian uh, Ian Levine, or not Ian Ken Levine, Ken Levine, Ken Levine, um, is, who was the creative lead for Bioshock, he worked on the team that did System Shock. Cool. Mm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Mark fact. Mark fact. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I also melted Fontaine, and uh, you know he. I just. I, I pretty much strafed in a circle and he never hit me with his charges, never yeah. hit me with it. The only time I think he hurt me was when other enemies would come. Like, I don't know, like other. I can't even picture yeah, him uh, getting off of his little tube, like when he charged up and then getting forward. I can't picture him making it further than him coming literally no. out of his beefed up <laughs> state, like out. And I'm just like, done. <laughs> done. And he gets back in the chair and then you stab yeah. him again. And yeah, yeah, I was just yeah. love watching the beef. <laughs> yeah it all gets sucked away so at the end you you beat him and then he's all angry and before you know i think he knocks you over or something and then uh and then little sisters enter the room now i'm guessing since all of us said at the beginning, <laughs> yeah. we are good people when we play mm -hmm. uh i imagine you saved most of all of uh, you saved more than you harvested the little sisters, which we didn't really talk about the little sisters very much. We talked about the big daddies, uh, yeah. but they're guarding the little sisters who mm -hmm. are pretty much tasked with uh, harvesting and, and pretty much 
kind of controlling the ins and outs and the flow of uh, Adam, Adam and, yeah. and, and Eve and all that stuff. So uh, did you, did everybody save little sisters? Yes. Yeah, saved saved every single one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Did and there's actually three different endings. There gotcha. are three yeah. different endings. I need to watch the other ones because I forgot I, what the other two were. I did watch them and, and just just quickly watch them. And I didn't even see the difference between the bad and the middle one. Okay. Right. They, they look exactly the same to me, but I know so there's a tiny difference probably. It's not so much the look. It's how Tenenbaum sounds. Okay. One is, one is you know, the, obviously the super happy ending where you take mm-hmm. care of the the little mm-hmm. sisters and watch them grow up to graduate yeah. from yeah. from college or high school or whatever get it's all about family children. yeah um, and take then, care of and you then they're there on your deathbed mm-hmm. um and um but the difference between the other two is one like the worst ending tenenbaum is angry at you like the way that she's talking Mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. the mid the middle of the road where you you kind of harvested some of the little sisters she's just sad okay mm, okay yeah hmm. but we yeah. all got the good ending right which yeah. i love that ending i thought it was a fantastic i did too yeah. so it, yeah. it's like you know there's not a lot of games that let you there's not a lot of things in life that when they end let you be happy like I don't I right. think it's like this unwritten rule of writers that they're like you can never end on a happy note or let a group get together that you want to get together. They're like we're always going to keep your your love interests apart, you know, but whatever they just have to get come to terms with it. You know, nothing is ever like actually a happy ending. And like this one was like I really like that. You know, we've yeah. we've mm-hmm. been trudging through the crap, you know, in, in Rapture for this whole time. And then we really do come out with a rewarding ending of like sweet, you know, yeah. like I I really loved it. Yeah. yeah. Me me too. I, I like the family centric, you know, you know, especially through the whole game. You're so focused on, you know, killing this guy, you know, yeah. getting getting mm-hmm. double crossed. And at the end it's like you save the girls, so you get to have a family at the end that actually cares for you. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. That was it. Was a nice it was a nice ending to an otherwise like just crazy. <laughs> Everybody's crazy game. I mentioned the the hecklers or whatever, and my main one I mentioned him earlier, Beaver. Uh, that the little sisters allowed me to get back at Beaver on stream. Um, I draw like my emotes and things like that, and I drew Beaver as a little yeah. sister. So I <laughs> nice. took a. He, I took a like screenshot from his Twitch of him like looking, you know, on, on his stream there, and then I drew him at, in like the little sister getup. And I mean, I put it like big smack in the middle of the thing, you know, I, so I could click it and like show it whenever I wanted. And then it was on like the bottom corner of my stream, like me as a big daddy and him as this tiny little sister. And I mean, it was perfectly, you know, caught everything about him. And I loved it. And that was my way to get back at him of him being the little sister. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> All right. Did you guys have any other thoughts? Any other? Any uh, any Tom Clancy fans in here? No, no, not really. Okay. I just thought it was funny that you you find out your character's name is Jack Ryan. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I I never connected that. Like I knew your name was Jack, yeah. but I never connected it. Andrew mm-hmm. Ryan. Yeah, Jack Ryan what you go, <laughs> you go on to do patriot games and clear and present danger and all that stuff yep <laughs> is that wait are those are those universes connected yes you're jack ryan yes 
Sweet. I like this game better already. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 now for being connected <laughs> to the uh, Tom Clancy universe. Yep. Yeah. Unofficially. Uh, just overall, the game, I mean, I think, like I said, music and, and setting can carry so, so hard for me. And they just, that game is such a lived in world, like mm-hmm. every aspect of it. You just see, you know, whether you're seeing a big daddy, you know, welding a tube over across the walkway and seeing the fish out in the water and stuff like that. And this little, little drip that's letting water into there. It's like, they do such a good job of, of really fleshing that out like i said when i go through it's it instantly stopped me in my tracks made me play so much slower just to be able to look at everything you know and and then realizing it's a metroidvania was super fun i was just like holy crap no wonder the pacing feels so good in this thing like you know they did a great job made it explorative the audio logs are a really fun collectible it didn't feel meaningless you know and that was just fantastic. I haven't played, um, say, Half-Life's yet. So, like, I haven't gotten through any of those. So, I don't know how much they would be similar. But I have to imagine with things like telekinesis and grabbing items and stuff like that, they have to had to have taken a lot of inspiration from uh, Half-Life with, like, grab guns and stuff like that as yeah. well. Um, so, it's like, I bet they were stoked about it. I bet they, you know, the people that play Half-Life also would enjoy going into say rapture and bioshock um and man it's just the aesthetic they nailed it they absolutely nailed it Mm -hmm. i will i will say one thing i mean obviously you know i played through the entire game i've played through it twice um uh, you know overall i love the game um there's one other thing that's kind of a little bit of a drawback and i'm sure it's 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 a consistency in one i don't know about two it definitely is a consistency in in infinite. Um, there's a lot of you know uh, religious negative stereotyping, like religious zealot stereotyping mm. oh, in this game. Yeah, um, yeah. That, like, it's in two also. I was like, uh, okay, um, you know, you guys who listen to to our podcast, you guys know that you know we're we're people of 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 faith backgrounds um and so it's kind of it's always kind of hard when they have that christian zealot you know negative representation yeah Yeah. very negative representation it wasn't like overbearing but it was it was there and like a lot of the bad guys were like spouting off bible verses and things like that um and and so that was kind of like and and in infinite it was like but infinite i definitely noticed it for yeah. sure clearly you yeah. have to there's there's no way very clear when you in, yeah. get in baptized infinite. into an area you yeah. know like yeah. yeah so like that one i didn't i didn't feel it as much in, in bioshock one um i don't know i just i yeah, really didn't I pick guess up on it with that being my background i guess mm-hmm. i i just it just tend to notice it more well and um, you did play infinite first and so yeah. you're going to mm-hmm. notice it more as opposed to playing bioshock one sure. first like cuz infinite really does focus on it and then yeah. you go back to one and i i do remember hearing some things and seeing some things but it definitely wasn't as heavy yeah. as infinite 
I can say just as some, like from not noticing it, I always it almost seemed like everything was you know Andrew Ryan was playing God, you know, and things like that. Right. Like, I didn't realize. I didn't really think of actual religion in the game. I really thought like this man thinks he has all of the power to create everything he would he could, you know, yeah. and that all power is to him, you know, and nothing is outside of his his means. And now everybody in this world is in his control, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And then there's yeah. this other power move that wants to be God of this area, you know? Sure. So I don't yeah. know. That, that's why I missed it. Yep. Makes me think of, of the two, uh, t- two of the villains that we didn't talk about much, but like yeah, the surgeon good. and the artist. Oh, the artist that was, gonna that was the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> Shout out to Sander Cohen for being <laughs> yeah. most bizarre. He gave you the most bizarre side, uh, I guess side mission in order yeah. to did you guys did you yeah. guys kill him when he comes down the stairs? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. I didn't the second time because there's a trophy attached to uh, making course. making it to his apartment. So if you let him live when he walks down the stairs, you know, because he walks down the stairs and he he looks at the photos you've taken. He's like masterpieces. I think and I was on him right as you, you could get on him. <laughs> oh, really? You're yeah. like, nope, I'm done with you. All right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my robots you, probably did. <laughs> probably. Well, if you let him live later on when you go through the apartment complex to get to Fontaine, uh, you can go into his apartment and you fight him. You eventually kill him there. Okay. And then there's a trophy for also taking a picture of him after you. Oh, that's cool. Taking care of him. Yeah, that's I, clever. I had that trophy. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, really yeah. clever. So, yeah, I really, mean, the first one was so messed up. The, the surgeon. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're rough, cool villains. Yeah. Yeah, they were cool villains. Twisted villains, for sure. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. definitely. All right. Well, that is all for our bodaciously bonafide spoiler cast for Bioshock 1. Maybe see you again for our Bioshock series spoiler cast at some time in the future. Uh, but for now, as is tradition, some quick housekeeping where we offer towels, fluff pillows topped with Andy's candies and tip you off to the DMG news you need uh, to know. Uh, Dylan. Housekeeping. Uh, Dylan, do you mind uh, plugging? Sheet. <laughs> <laughs> fluff towel. Uh, not fluff towel. Why do I always want fluff towel? Uh, I mean, I love you... my towels fluff. What are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, they they feel nice when you fluff them and then you use it to dry your stuff. <laughs> uh dylan please plug your show your your socials yeah whatever whatever your ways our joiners can connect with you go ahead yes. and throw that out so again. quest for nostalgia with a four as like the number four uh on youtube and on twitch uh youtube i do about a video every single week uh and it is different things you know that it could be top fives it could be collectibles that you have you can see all these legos and things like that we haven't done any legos things on there yet but you see older consoles it's really a kind of my life through gaming and, and these things it's really not just like a review or a review or a review you know or in like list videos it's really my impressions on there what it meant to me you know my how it infected me and, and things like that and i've been now journeying into jrpg so there's been a lot of jrpg content and it's interesting for somebody who didn't get raised on those didn't come up you know playing those games and now getting a mm-hmm. look through that so it does let me look through the lens of does it still hold up or is it through nostalgia glasses? Um, the whole idea of this quest for nostalgia has been that idea of like, you know, the feeling when you used to rent movies from blockbuster and games like that. And, and going back to that, you can still get those feelings today and fall in love with new, new series and stuff like that, that can replace your top tens. 
Um, but then we also have the quest for nostalgia YouTube channel or Twitch channel and there, you know, it's usually either what I'm playing for these it's catching up on this PS4 backlog that I've just started diving into. Uh, and then we also, I don't know if you guys are against emulators and things like that, but I do have, you know, homebrewed Wii's and Xboxes and things like that, which opened up a huge library to play things that I missed. And mm -hmm. it also allows me to do a stream or two every now and then where I can play games that people just recommended things that they used to remember renting from Blockbuster and stuff like that. So on the emulator PC, I will, you know, if somebody says, man, I used to play, you know, little Nemo on the NES. I'm like, I can grab it in a millisecond, throw it on there and like spread some joy of them getting to see, you know, something that yeah. they liked and, and experiencing that, you know, and most of those NES games will melt your face off how hard they are. <laughs> so oh, for like, sure. Absolutely. Know, but but little but then, nemo little nemo's a classic i love yeah. that game. <laughs> so it's just like fun things like that i love doing it you know whether it's a game that i did love back then or whether it's seeing something that you loved and and shared with me and then watching me you know give it a shot or a run you know and seeing things like that hold up so that's what we nice. kind of do over there sweet all right well joiners listeners go ahead and check out quest for nostalgia for sure um the gmg stream team is also full stream ahead uh sunday to saturday check out mark on saturday nights playing s games like split night split night split gate that's not a thing <laughs> that's not a thing split night is not real i just made that up split gate split. fortnite apex split split apex split night whatever <laughs> all the all the multiplayer games check them out mark is on it uh, then check out Chris as well and myself during your pre and post mornings. Uh, once the late night folks like Dylan and others are going to bed, Chris and I are waking up and we're playing, uh, you know, GMG VGBC games like Days Gone. Uh, we're playing Borderlands 2 with our buddy Blaze. And also I'm continuing to uh, work on 100%ing that glorious roguelite Hades that just came to mm -hmm, PlayStation nice. consoles. Oh. Um, so yeah, feel free to check us out on twitch.tv. I do, I do stream in French on Go Sundays ahead. now. That's right. Oh, that's yeah. cool. If anybody wants to, to learn a, a new word in oh, French, uh, come so hang out. Cool. Yep. <laughs> Great idea, Chris. That is, that is awesome. That is really cool. That's right. Uh, if you guys don't like streaming and you prefer tweeting on Twitter or discoursing on Discord. We do still want to hang out with you. So check out the show notes to click on the links there to find us on those social media platforms. And then finally, rate and review us if you get a chance on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser so we can reach new joiners. Whether you give stars, exclamation marks, or nice encouraging words, we want your voice uh, to be heard. All right. Uh, Chris The Rock and Mark Boucher and Dylan. Tenenbaum. And our beloved Tenenbaum, uh, <laughs> along with our friends, family, and joiners. Go get your good morning this week, and may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four.